Hey friends, I'm your host, Jana, founder of Modern Daughter, and I am so glad you are tuning in. This podcast is a safe place to go deep, to get into the real, raw, and vulnerable questions many of us have. In this podcast, we will talk about sin struggles, trauma, and experiences, along with some testimonies of friends who have walked through hard times and have come out the other side healed, whole, and living out their purpose in Christ. In this podcast, we hope to provide you with an encouraging word and biblical perspective, as well as practical tips to help you to take every thought captive, to have boldness in your faith, and to walk in wholeness as a child of the Most High King. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Modern Daughter Podcast. Today with me, I have a super amazing friend. Her name is Anna Tope. She is a music artist. She loves to um, perform and sing, and we actually were able to connect through the Modern Daughter Instagram. It has been so good just to get to know her over the past, I would say like six, seven months, and just to get to see her heart for God. Um, She's going to be sharing her story today about chronic illness and just going to dive into that and just share a little bit of her testimony as well. So I want to go ahead and start with some flash questions. So Anna, do you know your Enneagram number? Yeah, so I am a two-wing three, so I'm very optimistic and extroverted, (laughs) and I love helping other people, Uh, but sometimes the hard thing about that is that I'm really hard on myself, and Mm -hmm. I don't always focus on filling up my own cup um, before trying to fill up someone else's, so I love love my Enneagram. I think it fits me perfectly, and yeah, I'm a two-wing three. That's awesome. I can totally relate to that. I am a two wing three as well. So that is awesome. Hey. (laughs) Okay. Number two, on average, what is the first thing on your mind when you wake up in the morning? I really just like to thank the Lord for another day. And I always look outside to see if the sun is shining. And even if it's storming, I still choose to praise him for another day, regardless of the storm. And yeah, and then I usually just think about what I'm going to drink, whether that's a matcha, green tea, or a coffee. So that's usually what I first think about in the morning. Yes, very much. <laughs> okay, so number three, what is one dish that your parents or grandparents make that you wish that you could make? So it's not necessarily a dish, but my grandma makes the best strawberry homemade jam, like just to have on like you know, some toast or like we would have it at the Thanksgiving table as well. It's homemade. It's so good. Like there's no jam out there like my grandma's. So I was really missing that this past Thanksgiving because we didn't go um, to Ohio where she lives, but I love, love her jam and I just want to make it myself. (laughs) Aw, that's so sweet. Yeah. I had a great grandmother who passed away and she made the best pies. That's the one thing that I like always carried with me. She died when I was little, but I was like, oh, I miss her pies. (laughs) So yeah, thanks for answering those questions. And with that, I want to open, kind of give the mic over to you and just let you, yeah, just go ahead and share your story with us and your history with chronic illness. Yeah. So just like Janice said in the introduction, um, I'm Anna. I am turning 23 in June, which is insane. I recently graduated from college with a vocal performance degree, and I'm a singer. I write my own songs. I do musical theater, and I lead worship, and I love working with kids. So that's just a little bit about me in general. So I grew up in a Christian home, and I was always very active in the church. I always was involved in children's ministries. I did theater and sports and Pioneer Girls, which is like 
Girl Scouts, but for like the Christian version of Girl Scouts, I was always very involved in the church and I always had fun in the church, but there's some challenges that I had growing up and I just didn't really know if God truly loved, like loved me at the time. And I was questioning him a lot on like why certain things were going the way that they were going. Um, at a young age, I struggled a lot in school. I was diagnosed with a learning disability. So I always questioned him because of that. And I was also diagnosed with asthma at a young age, and I've struggled with stomach issues from a young age as well. So I always just was wrestling with God as a kid. I was like, I, God, I know you're real, but like, do you really love me? Like, why did I, why do I have to like go through these really hard mm -hmm. things? Um, and so eventually when I was 13, towards the end of middle school, like right at the end of middle school, beginning of high school, I really felt God during a few retreats and camps and I decided I'm going to really give my life to Christ and I just want to follow him and I don't want it to be about me I want it to be about him so around like 13 14 is when I really saw Jesus through music and through my small group leaders and retreats and just being like outside because like whenever you go on retreats like there's always a lot of time you spend outside and that really spoke to me as well so um, in high school, I became more involved with ministry. I was consistently going to Bible studies within my church more often, and I became more involved with mission trips. I went to New Orleans, and it was probably one of the best times of my life. So I just knew that I really wanted to serve, and my passion for serving the Lord just kept growing and growing. Um, but then when I was 16, I started to struggle a lot with my mental health. I was dealing with bullying and friend issues, the stomach issues, boy issues, all that stuff. And I struggled a lot with my mental health and definitely got to the point where I needed to seek professional help. But once I got the help I needed and got my first guitar, I started to write my own music and learning how to play and going to my lessons was something that kept me going through that time and helped me stay connected mm -hmm. to God in those moments where I just wasn't sure. Again, kind of like what I went through as a kid, if he really loved me or not. So once I got to college in Pennsylvania, I started college in 2016 after I graduated from high school. I took every opportunity that I could to get involved. I was a music major. I auditioned for the music department and I was involved in music, which kept me very busy. <laughs> and I was also very involved with working with students. I took any opportunity I could to help other students adjust to college or worked in advising and I worked in admissions and I was just always working with people, always really active. Um, and in my ministry that I was a part of, InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, I led worship, I was on the leadership team and I got to travel a little bit to different conferences and retreats. And it was just, it was an absolute blast. And I was in a place where I finally felt confident in who God called me to be and the person God called me to be. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, just the way he made me, I felt more confident with that. And, but then right around junior year, my stomach issues got worse. I started experiencing a lot of pain um, having difficulty with eating. I was nauseous pretty much all the time. And I never felt rested. No matter how much sleep I got the night before, I always felt so tired. And I quickly learned that was fatigue. And 
so tons of symptoms, many more, and it was really hard. Basically, the whole nine yards. Um, it took months to get answers. Uh, everyone could just tell I was so off. Like just walking around campus became too exhausting for me, and um, and it took took months to get answers. There were doctors that didn't even believe me. And I had to step down from mm-hmm. leadership. I ended up missing a musical that I was a part in because I was in the emergency room. And so lots of ER visits and doctors and specialists to finally get any answers. And it was really hard. If I wasn't in class, I was probably in bed. And even if I was able to push through, it was really difficult. And it wasn't just some little stomach issues anymore. So eventually, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease and gastroparesis. Um, And I can explain what they are really quick to someone who may not know what they are. So Crohn's disease is a form of IBD, which stands for inflammatory bowel disease. And it's an autoimmune disease as well. So basically, you can have inflammation anywhere in your GI tract. And it's an autoimmune disease, so it can really feel like your body is just being attacked all the time, and you can deal with so many different symptoms that are not even just stomach-related. Mm-hmm. Gastroparesis is basically meaning that your stomach is partially paralyzed, and your muscles don't work correctly, and you don't digest food as quickly as you're supposed to. So that's a whole nother set of... Some of the symptoms are pretty can correlate a lot with Crohn's, but it's another disease that doesn't have a lot of treatments um like they have some treatments but there's a lot of the treatments are considered dangerous and it's a lot less common than Crohn's so actually like this past month I've been really fighting to figure out a treatment plan for that um but yeah I for Crohn's we have a good plan like management plan and then like gastroparesis I've been dealing with this whole battle for the past few months now where I was in the ER again twice and hospitalized for a week. Um, I actually just got out a couple days ago when I'm still kind of recovering mentally, physically, spiritually. And it's been a huge testing of my faith and just mm-hmm. also having to like give up certain things and has been really hard. And sometimes it's left me questioning like, God, what are you doing with my life? Like, is everything being taken away from me and um but the good news is that I feel more passionate than ever to serve him and to help others whether that's sharing my story or singing acting dancing anything it's really helped me to become more obedient to say yes to when God calls me to something so yeah and here I am I graduated almost a year ago which is really crazy to think about but I think God has really put so much on my heart on like ways that he can work through me. Mm-hmm. I really feel passionate about speaking and advocating for chronic illness and mental health and disabilities in general. I love to sing more even when I did when I was a little girl and I always loved to sing. I was always singing around the house and <laughs> I feel more passionate about it now than even in the moments where I felt like I should quit. God has always shown up and told me, hey, this is what you're meant to do and I want you to be obedient and I want you to listen to me and yeah so that's my testimony that's awesome thank you so much for sharing that when you are like in the hospital or when you're having just like really hard weeks maybe where you're wrestling a little bit more with fatigue or mental 
like mental health, what helps you to feel encouraged spiritually? Yeah, I really spend a lot of time listening to worship music. I have playlists of worship songs that help me when I'm in like a specific, when I'm feeling really hopeless Mm -hmm. or when I'm feeling really down or even when I just need to simply like say, God, I don't understand, but I'm just going to praise you anyway. So putting together like little playlists for whatever I'm feeling has been really helpful for me. Um, Spending a lot of time in the word with the Lord. I've done lots of different Bible study reading plans. I actually really established a routine between the pandemic and being sick and completing devotions and doing Bible plans through version. And you can like find a Bible plan on anything that you're struggling with, like whether that's like relationship or a loss or an illness. It's just, it's amazing what's out there now. Um, And those are probably the biggest things. And also like leaning on my friends for prayer, my family, and my chronic illness community, because it's truly one of the most incredible communities I've had, I've gotten to be a part of. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for that. So how did you get plugged in with that community? So right before I was diagnosed with Crohn's, I was just like, you know, I really want to express what I'm going through, but I'm not quite sure that I want to put it all over my like personal social media pages mm-hmm. in that moment. So I decided to create a health account and I shared a little bit about it on my personal Instagram and like Snapchat. And I said, if you want to follow along with my health journey, here's, here's my account. And so I started just like, I just started posting and I started looking at people who had Crohn's disease or colitis or um, any kind of stomach issue. And it went from that to really connecting with anyone with any kind of disability or, or an illness. It really, I follow like so many different people and I've learned so much on there. And I just really started to connect with people through that Instagram and people wow. comment on my posts and they care and they pray and they want to know how I'm doing. And I want to know how everyone else is doing so it's truly been such a blessing that's incredible (laughs) it's really scary to like put your whole journey out there sometimes Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's hard to know like how much to share and like what I should say what I shouldn't say um but I'm just so thankful that I did and now it's become even more than just a place for me to just rant and complain about like my illness and it's Truly now it's like also more for advocacy purposes as well. Like in addition to health updates, Mm -hmm. like really just advocating, really educating other people. Yeah, that's so important. That's incredible that you, that you really cultivated your own community there. Do you have people that reach out as well to share their stories? Like, do you, to share their stories and their hardship with like chronic illness as well? Yeah, I have gotten messages from people asking for advice who are newly diagnosed, Mm. um, just for prayer. And it's always so exciting when someone asks me to pray for them. (laughs) Um, And honestly, another, honestly, the biggest goal of all this is if I can bring one person to Jesus because of my testimony, because of what I've been through, if I can pray for them, help them seek the Lord, that is so worth it to me if I can help them in any way. So anytime someone messages me, I always get so excited so that's incredible so how for people that don't know much about uh chronic illness don't know much um about Crohn's disease what are some key things that you feel like are important for those people to know so that when they so that when they start to um get to know people who are wrestling with those things that they can kind of just be aware of but also 
what are some areas that they can use to like encourage their friends that have either whether it's an autoimmune disorder or chronic illness in some aspect. Sorry, that was a really long question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. It's a great question. I really think people just need to know that, you know, just because we have a chronic illness or disability, it doesn't make us less capable mm-hmm. of achieving things. Mm-hmm. It just means that our normal looks different from their normal. We all have our own normal And it's really important to just simply ask the person, how can I help you? How can I pray for you? How can I support you? Do you want to talk about it or do you not want to talk about it? Or or just saying that, hey, I took the time to look up your illness. I just wanted to know, like, wanted to research some more information about it. Anytime someone says that, I get, I'm like, yes, you get a gold star. (laughs) Like, um, so and I think also it's it's so chronic illness is so unpredictable, like chronic illness more specifically is so unpredictable. You can be fine one minute and then in the hospital the next. Mm-hmm. And that's just like the really scary thing. It's I think people can learn that life is really unknown and you just have to take it a day at a time in any situation and just be grateful for what you have in those moments. And just it's hard it's something that not really only affects the person having it but it affects your family it affects mm-hmm. your friends like emotionally especially it's easy to feel helpless sometimes but I just definitely want to say that if you are a friend or a family member of someone who has a chronic illness um and you've been doing everything you can to support them Like, we appreciate you. We love you. Even if it's hard to see sometimes, we really do appreciate it, even in those hard, hard moments. Mm, That's, that's awesome. So, like, what are things, like, you said when someone reaches out to you and says, hey, I took time to research, you know, your illness. You said that, that means so much to you. But what are, what's something else that, like, maybe someone has done that just meant the world to you? in regards to just like giving you encouragement or helping you feel loved in this area? Yeah, I am constantly being asked by people, how can I pray for you? And Mm -hmm. encouraging me to really turn to Jesus, um, whether it's like a text or a card with a verse in it, or just sending me a verse or sending me a video of someone, you know, encouraging me like with a chronic illness, whether it's like a TikTok or like a YouTube video of a pastor, like just any, any time they really bring me back to Jesus because it's, it can be really hard to have mm-hmm. faith and to choose faith over the fears and the hard, the hard times. So anytime anyone reaches out to me and just says, I'm praying for you, how can I pray for you? That's always my favorite thing, truly. Mm-hmm. So do you ever feel, do you ever feel isolated like because of your illness or ever feel isolated because of where your like mental health is at? Absolutely. I mean, when I was in the hospital, luckily, I was allowed to have one visitor a day. So um, some of my family members were able to come and see me. But overall, it just felt so like lonely there a lot of times. And I was just really trying to like, get my mind off of it, Mm -hmm. because it's just been so time consuming and so physically and emotionally draining that sometimes you just need to like, focus on something else. Um, but yeah, in terms of feeling isolated when I was in college and when everyone was in my apartment was out watching a movie and having popcorn and having fun, I was in bed and it felt very lonely. And sometimes 
people didn't know what to do about the loneliness and I didn't even know what to do. I was just like, do I go out there and feel horrible and like lay on the couch in front of everyone or do I just deal with it alone? And then for my senior year, I had to get a different dorm. I went to a different dorm to, there's a dorm that actually like accommodates people with a certain condition or disability. So I had to move to a single room. I made the decision too, because for my health, and even though it was fine and I was still able to see my friends when I could, it definitely got very lonely. It gets, it can get very, very lonely, especially like if you look on social media and see people together and you're just like, I want to be there too, but I can't, I'm not feeling well. And yeah. So how can friends be inclusive? Like if I have a friend that has a chronic illness um, and maybe they're having a tough week where they can't get out of bed, like how can I be inclusive to them? Um, intentional decisions to help them I think being adaptable is really key like just saying okay we won't go on a hike today we'll stay in and watch a movie instead or I'll even just like be with you I'll bring you a smoothie or just really again asking them what they need but then like also being adaptable and not making them feel bad for having to change a plan last minute or saying like no one should feel bad for having to say, I can't handle doing this today, yeah. but this is what I can do. So focusing on what they can do instead of what they can't. Mm. That's really good. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. So yeah. a few questions before we close, what are just some practical tips, encouragement? Um, do you have any verses that you can share for people that may be going through the exact same thing you are um, or have just wrestled with similar experiences yeah so the past few years I've been picking a word to focus on for the year and this year my word is overcome mm-hmm. which is I can see it so clearly I I was scared when God put that word on my heart I was like oh gosh because <laughs> last year my word was trust mm-hmm. just trusting God in the midst of the chaos and the uncertainty and this year he put overcome on my heart and the verse he put on my heart is John sixteen thirty three, which is in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome. And, you know, while we're on earth, we're going to struggle. We're going to have hard times, yeah. but I want to encourage people, no matter what they're going through, because of what Jesus has done for us, he has already overcome. He has mm. gone through hardships yeah. and he, went through the worst of the worst pain that any of us could deal with. And so because of what Jesus did for us, because he, because God is sovereign and he's in control, we can overcome anything that comes our way because of him, solely yeah. because of him and what his son did for us. And so that's the verse that I have been really focusing on for this year and a verse that I really want to preach to people just to know that we're going to struggle. We can't, we can't always control certain circumstances, but we can choose to trust God and we can choose to be, to be reminded of verses like that. Okay. And, you know, the physical and emotional pain and trauma can just feel like too much. But I think I just want anyone listening to this to know that God is for you. He loves you. He sees you. Yeah. He is taking your pain and he's using it for his good. Yeah. That's probably like the biggest piece of advice that I want to give. That's so, 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 so good. So rich, y'all. She said that God is taking your pain and he's using it for your good. 
And also I wanted, I want to add on to that to say that like, no matter what any person goes through, like trauma, abuse, whatever causes them pain, whatever causes them to stumble or grow, like God is always going to use that not only for your own good, but for the good of others. And a huge part of this podcast is that I want people, I want those that are listening to see and understand that God hasn't just only done things in my life. Like he hasn't only just done incredible, hard, but good things in my life, but he's done that in the midst of other people's lives too. And Mm -hmm. Anna and I have completely different burdens to share, but what unites us is that although we've both experienced or are experiencing really hard things, like we both trust that Mm -hmm. God is good and that he is overcoming the world, that he's overcoming the hardships, that he's already done it. Um, and that we are, we are the overcomers that we get to have this triumphant story. Um, and we get to allow God to use our pain and turn it into purpose, um, and to use that pain to, to Mm -hmm. plummet us into his victory story. So thank you so much, Anna, for just sharing that. That's so encouraging. And where can people connect with you? Yeah. I have um, two Instagram accounts. <laughs> so I have my general one, and it's the same thing as my TikTok, um, Anna underscore Tope. So that's A-N-N-A underscore T-O-P-E. And I also have a YouTube channel as well. Oh, wait, I forgot to share the other Instagram. The other Instagram uh, where you can see all my health updates and advocacy and join my little community is myvoice.myjourney. So yes, you can connect with me on Instagram in a few different ways. And my TikTok is Anna underscore Tope, just like my general Instagram. And then I have a YouTube channel where I post covers every single week. I've been consistently getting back into the grind of that. And you can search Anna Tope Music and you can subscribe to my YouTube channel if you want to hear me sing. Um, I have some goals to hopefully maybe share some of my testimony on that channel at some point, um, God is really giving me so many good ideas of ways that I can share and use my story mm. for his glory, for his kingdom. And yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Thank you. And I have one more question for you that I'm just genuinely curious about. Yeah. Is like, what is, what is your dream? Like, where do you hope to be in like 10 years? And where do you, where are you hopeful that God is going to like take you? Oh my goodness. It's, it's so hard to like answer that because sometimes I feel like I don't even know what I'm doing today. <laughs> I don't know where I see myself today, but I, man, there's just so many different ways that like God can use me and I'm just so excited about it. And I'm in a place right now where like, I'm kind of excited that I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have all the answers right now. Yes, It's kind of like, it's stressful, but exciting at the same time yes. because God knows I'm not meant to, maybe I'm just not meant to know right now, but truly I write a lot of music and I would love to pursue the route of contemporary Christian music. And I, yeah, I also love acting and just, I want to see if there's any doors God can open with that through like musical theater or acting. Um, I, let's see, I'm looking into a potential like master's degree at Liberty, which is, um, combining like a music related thing with like a counseling degree okay um so I could like counsel people as well that's another idea that I have so lots of different ideas lots of different places I can see myself in 10 years so we'll just like see what happens yeah that's incredible that's so exciting I feel like I can totally relate to that because I'm like God 
you've done a lot of things in and through me, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm still really young. Like what, what more are you going to do? And what more are you going to reveal? And I love as well that like, I am still learning gifts and abilities that God has given me. Like it's not exactly. something where yeah. I, you know, was five years old and understood all of my abilities. No, it's like, I'm constantly learning things that I'm like, Oh, I think God has gifted me in that area. And I've had no idea, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, mm-hmm. if that's happening right yes. now, I'm excited to see like how, like what more God is going to reveal um, and unveil about like, yeah, no, I actually created you to do this. <laughs> like this was in my plan all along. Yes. You just weren't going to discover it until you were 40 years yes. old. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Like, no matter what age you are, it's never like, you're never too old or too young to learn something new. Absolutely. Like, we're always going to be learning something new. And that's what, that's what life is all about. The final destination, we don't get to the final destination until we meet Jesus face to face. So truly, you know, of course, we want to like, plan goal, like have goals and stuff for while we're on earth. But it's always going to be a, you know, growing is a lifelong journey, yeah. like growing a relationship with Jesus. And learning more about ourselves and learning more about him. That's just something we're, we're always going to be like students. Like, you know, I'm kind of, sometimes I think, Oh, I'm not a student anymore, but like, I really, I'm always going to be a student, you know, constantly learning. I love that mindset. So before we tie things up, um, I want to ask you just to pray for, um, our audience and the people listening, but I also just want to tell you again, how grateful I am to, um, not only have you on this podcast, but just to know you um, and grateful for you, just you are such a life giving and encouraging person. Um, and just being able to see Aww, that and see that in your you. heart the past six months has been just such a blessing. And it's so encouraging to see you still clinging on to hope um, and not just clinging on to hope, but instilling that in others. So um, I just want to affirm you and affirm you in that, that God has given you a platform to encourage others and help others to have hope. Um, in such a discouraging area. So I just want to applaud you for the for the community and culture that you've created, you know, even on social media, and just encourage you to keep going, keep encouraging people, and keep sharing your story and being real. I feel like it is so important, um, especially in our culture today, where it's really just shallow. Um, It's so important that we have people Mm -hmm. that are willing to say, you know, I'm not gonna go with the crowd, I'm gonna stick out and I'm gonna, I'm gonna share my story and be real, even if I get hurt, you know. So thank you so much for that. And with that, I'll let you pray. (laughs) I just want to say thank you for letting me come on the podcast. I was, I just got so excited. I've been listening for a while now and just seeing you grow has been such a blessing. Like, I'm just so happy we've become friends and that the modern daughter ministries, like I remember like following you at the very beginning Mm -hmm. and just seeing this podcast and your growth and you getting other people involved. It's just, it's amazing. It's just such a blessing to watch you and learn about your story mm-hmm. as well. Thank so you, I just wanted to say that real quick before I pray. Thank yeah. You. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. Lord, thank you so much for this podcast for Jana and the passion she has for you, Father. And I thank you for every single guest that's been able to come on this podcast. I thank you for allowing me to share my story and to come on the podcast. And I just pray for everyone who is listening, everyone who listens to this podcast, that even if it's just one thing I say, or even one person that um, is impacted by this, that they can see you through, through my pain and my story and the stories that are shared on here. I just pray And I thank you for the listeners. I thank you for everyone who's taking the time to listen to me talk about what I've been through. And 
thank you again for who you are, Father. Thank you for another day, another sunrise. And, you, you know, there, be, there may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning. And I pray that people can always remember that no matter what they're facing. And in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope and pray that this episode blessed and encouraged you in your walk with God. And we want to ask you to please share this podcast and our website with our free resources with your friends on social media and your community there. We also want to invite you to please consider giving a tax-deductible donation at, through our website. Your donations make it possible for us to continue reaching women all over the world and equipping them in healing, wholeness, and purpose.